Welcome to Craft Beer Ballers, a show about craft beer and craft beer makers throughout the world and in the Tampa Bay area. With your hosts, Johnny and Kyle. The mics are on. The glasses are full. It's time for the Craft Beer Ballers. What's going on, Kevin? How you doing? I'm doing fine, man. What's up? Ah oh, man, this is a this is an exciting day. It is. It's always a good day when you get to go back to a place you've been before, and you had a good time the first time. You had a really good time the first time, right? And it's bigger and better than it was before. Exactly. You know? And it was pretty kick ass before. My it was. Opinion. So so we're here today at Baybro Brewing Company. Uh, I see you get the Baybro oh, T-shirt. We'll take some pictures. Yeah, we'll take some pictures for that uh, for the gram. These might be the old school version. I'm not yeah, sure if they yeah, rebranded or not. Is it OG? Right. <laughs> yes, is that the OG? Oh man, it's vintage. We call it vintage. <laughs> yeah. So man, and so we're here today with, with James, who's the owner and founder of Baybro Brewing Company. How are you doing today, James? Good guys. Appreciate y'all coming back out. Oh, doing a- well. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks for inviting us. You guys absolutely. are always gracious hosts, and uh, we've known Preston for a little while now, yeah. just through beer circles, and he's always good to us and gives great, great information and makes great beer. And so, uh, so it's just good to be kind of be back here. Yeah, man. So. Sure, sure. All right. So, I think the first place we have to go with this is when we were here a little over 365 days ago. Uh, we were in the midst of a serious. I mean, we're oh, still yeah. in the midst of a serious right. pandemic, but oh, yeah. like we were like literally in the teeth lots of, of it. plans, lots of ideas and thoughts, but the construction hadn't happened yet. Yeah, that was weird, man. It was like I think when we y'all came in, yeah, we didn't have the kitchen done, we didn't have the beer garden done, we right, had the tap right. room. I mean, we, we at that point in time, it was more of like a hang on and just hope for the best. You <laughs> right, know, right. We have beer. We have beer. Yeah, a lot of beer. But I tell you what, come back yeah. in a year and wow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, even just the amount of things we learned in that short period of time was just mm. amazing because we never knew what busy was. We didn't know what yes. the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, right. the, the, the people of Tampa Bay would think of our beer. You know, it was just right, like we right. thought it was good, but yeah. we only had a well, sample size. We of, thought it was good too. Well, we, 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 we didn't yeah. know yeah. thinking yeah, yeah, about y'all, this. Y'all, yeah, the yeah. Bar. <laughs> y'all are the bar. Yeah. Right? Is that, so, is that but yeah, right. I mean, it was. It's been interesting since then, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For sure. I mean, is there any like things that you just stand out with you about the experience? Because obviously, because you guys are, are among a, a, a small group of bars that are literally COVID openings. Yes. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. literally, like you guys, uh, magnanimous. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Bay, yeah, Bay Cannon, Carlick Account in there yeah. too. Bay, Bay Cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all 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 opening um, all opening right during the pandemic, and so I mean, the, I think I tell you the biggest thing I learned that everybody, I guess says about opening a business that you really goes in one ear and out the other but you know take what you think you uh, the amount you need and oh, double yeah. it and that's really what yeah. you need like and a renovation it's going to take and double that yeah you know right. and i was like yeah 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 and we had you know working capital for the first five years like everybody does right right did that that got spent very quickly yes but you know i've noticed or i i heard so many horror stories of people coming in here that had a business that either didn't make it through the pandemic or even before that didn't wasn't successful and they said you know it's it's it you're you're almost working month to month paycheck to paycheck to keep the lights on Mm -hmm. you know and and something like this that happened you know just destroyed some right where i think we were in a good place in in setting ourselves up for a slow burn 
yeah. to get out the gate right, already right. Yeah, because yeah. we needed to open the tap room so quickly. And we, right before the pandemic, it was going to be a, you know, add on as we go through construction. We wanted it to be a lot quicker, right? you know, right. but that taught me a hell of a lot on how to run a business by taking a little bit of here and there and, yeah. okay, now I'm ready. To, I, I think I understand what a brewery's about a right. little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now right. let's add a kitchen. Okay, what does that look like, you know, right. Right. and Bill right. that will, you know, be here later bringing him on board and and kind of figuring that part out and then the beer garden of you know well, it's essential to have all the aspects to be profit centers yes. at, a, at a business like this absolutely and really it's about meeting the expectation of the consumer oh yeah people who love beer love food yeah right and, right. and if you yeah, can deliver yeah. on both you create a longer more profitable experience on a per head basis, which Absolutely. is basically right. what you're trying to do, yeah. right, as well right. as you want to maximize the value of your real estate. You know that I have yeah. this much space, I make this much money off of space, sure. and it's about just prioritizing the right way, which right. I think you've done in spades. So really, I think the rest of it is just the audience needs to know sure. that right. they're here, and it's worth coming here to have that full day experience, yeah. Yeah. Right. which right. is, I think, becoming kind of the craft beer experience. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, we get... I call it Chuck E. Cheese hour, but like Saturday on the weekends during the day, since the the beer garden was astroturfed, you know, when y'all were here, it was a basically yeah. an asphalt lot. It was, <laughs> um, you know, putting up the pergolas, doing the, the astroturf. It's turned into like we get this huge new audience of moms oh, with their yeah. kids. Oh, I bet, I bet, Uh-oh. absolutely. Oh, oh, geez, look at this. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we gotta stop talking. Okay. Right, oh yeah, my god. Like, um, uh, so. Uh, Entire, so, entire beautiful things are being placed in front of me. Yeah, matter of fact. Uh, my mouth is watering. I swear there's no naked women in front of me right now. <laughs> this, 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 wow, this looks amazing. Yeah, this, this looks unreal how good this food is. So, so we are getting to enjoy a little bit of the, the food here oh, at, look at, that sucker. Uh, at Baverall the, the, Brewing the, Company. And it's, I, it's, it's uh, spectacular. I'm, I've got to take There is a pork belly being placed in front of me right, that... Right. Um, yeah, look at that thing. So, I, I kind of want to live in that tray right now. <laughs> right, right. So I'm, I'm literally just, trying to just do rest double head duty on. here. Um, I'm, or my tongue, maybe. Uh, <laughs> cool. I mean, I'm staring at an awesome-looking burger, a perfect oh, yeah. amount of, well, I'm going to presume to be fully cured and flavored oh, yeah. bacons, and then a pork belly that looks like it could serve at least six. Right, oh, yeah, least, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, this is this he's is got some, He's got some really neat, like, story of how he invented some of this but um I don't, i'm not gonna steal <laughs> chef bill's thunder i mean good, good. Uh, yeah. but you Make know sure you get some close-ups of that if you oh could. yeah this you look, is, look this at the is, seasoning is yeah, even on there this is, um, this is outrageous you guys will see this on our instagram uh at craft ball beer ballers um it's it's yeah it's it's pretty spectacular and, and the man of the hour just sat down let's go ahead and give him a quick yeah yeah uh chef bill tarleton Yep, absolutely. Uh, Baybro Brewing Company. Uh, so you weren't here before. That's right. Uh, yeah, we last time we were here, the, yeah. The food program here in, uh, actually July 4th was our uh, official launch date. Okay. Um, so uh, we kind of got rolling with the food program. We're closer to Mike. We've kind of got rolling with our food program here recently. Um, just trying to kickstart, um, you know, good food with the great beer. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Bill is not a man of many words. Okay. <laughs> so Bill and Cody ran food truck 
called Golf Cart Food Truck and used to come here when during the pandemic when we had those windows of openings. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Right, and I got right. to meet meet them, and, and Chef Bill is actually also a fellow Marine. Okay. Um, okay. And oh, so we awesome. traded a lot of stories, became friends. Right. When the kitchen started to open or became closer to opening, I asked if Bill if they would like to be a part of that. Okay. And a lot of you see a lot of breweries now that like the Vanchettas of the world over at Cage, yeah. and uh, I think Funnel Vision is trying to lock up. But yeah, it's yeah. almost easier for the business to absorb a food truck right, and allow right. the food truck to operate the food business because that's what they're sure. good at. Right, right. And so, it helps too when you see a line absolutely. waiting to pay. Yeah, and you're like, you already you know, know, and they already nice just to yeah, own that. Yeah, yeah, they they are, and they already have a crowd that follows. <laughs> right, right. So, exactly. So exactly. Chef Bill has since come on board over here. Um, and, and, and come over to Bayboro, you know, and it's where we are today. So I, okay. I, I, he doesn't give himself a big enough pat on the back, but he right, left right. corporate world like most right. said, yes, yes. if I'm going to do this, you know, I'm going to do something I love for the same amount of pay and became a chef. And since then, I think he's been, you know, he's got, he's turned a lot of heads here in his Couldn't food. Couldn't be happier now that I'm uh, now that I'm cooking food for a living. It's, right. uh, it's definitely my passion here, and yeah, really enjoying it, um, and really enjoying being on the team here. Um, couldn't couldn't have picked a better brewery to be a part of as well. Um, Absolutely. You know, we would go around to a lot, and they're all great, but this one's just you know, yeah, the, the yeah, team, yeah, and the family yeah, here yeah. is so. just something else, and and you can't really repeat that. Um, there's this kind of relationships with the people and, and the, the effort that everybody puts out here is on another level I think absolutely absolutely what tell me tell me a little bit about yourself like what influences your food I, I'm always fascinated like we all I think unless you decidedly don't cook everybody cooks a little bit we all eat <laughs> so so what not this well though not often yeah but what inspires your food? Um, I think what inspires me is, is mostly the region that we're in and just kind of being able to, to put forth like what actually is like American cuisine and what we can, you know, what we can do with it, what all the diversity that we have and how we can kind of mix all that together to make great food. Um, okay. And for me, that's, that's going back to the basics and, you know, not, you know, not just buying ground beef to make this burger. You know, I buy uh, a cut of eye round. And then, you know, ground that down myself, you know, just so that I can make sure and control the ingredients here. Right, right. Um, so what inspires me is just making sure that the basics are correct or, you know, our fundamentals are perfect. And then from there, you know, we can kind of expand, you know, the different flavors kind of around. It's it's pretty uh Southeast driven, Southeast United States. Okay. I was going to say, not to mention he's a Creole boy. Yeah. Oh, so he knows how to cook Cajun. Now you're talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're talking some, some we, we love Nolans yeah. and we love yeah. Cajun. Uh, right, yeah, right, right. I'm well, kind of a crawfish aficionado. Okay. Man. So we're putting gumbo on the menu you know, okay, tomorrow. Oh, well, wow. well, apparently I'm 24 hours early. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we we'll just have to come back. Chicken and shrimp or just shrimp gumbo or seafood gumbo? Chicken and dewy shrimp, pork belly. So all the usuals. Yep. Shrimp as well. Um, I'll be making a seafood stock to go in with it so nice yeah uh we'll be putting all the ingredients in there wow, gotta come okay. check it out Man, so sure. you guys gotta get back there for that for sure <laughs> absolutely absolutely so well i feel like i am like i fucking this food <laughs> 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 and, and so far it's not calling the cops so. <laughs> 
What, what should we do here? What should we dive into? Um, so maybe start out here with uh, with some of your slices of bacon. I brought out the slab here for you guys to uh, okay, to just kind of look at. So are these is, are these all the same type? Or are they three different types? Yeah, I literally just pulled this out of the smoker. Like it um, when I first came out to introduce myself. These were still, this was still in the smoker. So this is out of the smoker for less than five minutes. Okay. Oh, now. Wow. Does it need more time um, to rest? Uh, well, that's what that bacon is right there. Uh, I just happened to cook it. Normally, we would uh, refrigerate it for a little bit to let okay. it congeal. Oh, gotcha, but this gotcha. is about as okay. fresh so as you like, can get right okay. here. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And if you want, um, you know, without it being crunchy, we can cut a little bit of oh, this oh, off. Okay. I, I, right. might, I might insist on that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, so, so but these are all the same bacon, so I yeah. just grab one. That's, yep. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if I needed to cut them up or not. Okay. Nice. I'm just going to take this guy here. All right. Yeah. I am going to. This one right wow, here. This, awesome. this looks amazing. Yeah. Um, so this is this is cured in house. So I, I take the time, um, you know, to the the five days to, you know, with brown sugar, uh, salt, and um, and pepper, and I'll just like you know, a, it's like a rock concert of flavor. Of and and uh, we'll we'll smoke it right here. I started smoking this mm. today. Um, I started the cure a couple days ago, and it's yeah. it's just beautiful, man. You got. The sweetness, you got the smokiness, the, even yeah. the, the texture, the crunchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not really super salty. No, I mean a, for bacon, you know, but you got that that, no, it's on, it's that on the bacon flavors side. there. Yeah, like yeah. you know, you're eating meat when you have it. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it smells awesome. It looks awesome. It's um, and I would say there's a, a real beautiful subtlety to all of the aspects. Like it's subtly smoky. It's subtly sweet. It's not really obnoxious, really, in any regard. Right. Which probably goes beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard, man. Like, there's nothing. I, I, there's nothing worse for me than eating smoked food that is overly like that flash smoke they do, and then it's just right, right, yeah. That's, yeah. You know, it's way too smoky for. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of guys do that pan smoke. Well, if they right, leave it in the know? smoker for like 24 hours, yeah. I think it can become obnoxious. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I love flavors, but I love coffee beer, but I don't want to taste green pepper when I'm having a coffee beer. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. Too long. Oh, yeah. This has a beautiful subtleness, but it actually has all the notes that you want. It right. tastes awesome. The texture is there. It's, 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 it's very satisfying. Yeah, yeah. And it, it won't overpower any of the lighter beers. Right. Like, yeah. you can go closer no. with this, yeah. and it's just fine. Yeah. Um, my, my thought would be immediately we go IPA. Depending upon maybe high BUs, that might be too much. Yeah, yeah. I, I am actually drinking a toasted iron uh, upon your recommendation, Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked a little bit before before the show, and it, it, it does work well. It, it blends very well. Like it like it, it sort of finishes the taste tower within the bacon. Right. Like all those kind of smoky sweet taste, it finishes out, kind of quenches it without being counter to that to the flavor. So because that's the one thing you always worry about with with beers if they if the but the flavor profile of the food or the beer is too strong, then yeah, when it, it's, it's like yeah. okay, I'm gonna eat this, I'm gonna take a bite, then I'm gonna chill for a second, then I'm gonna drink or whatever, and so, or, or, so, or, or vice versa. Yeah. And then, so what you want is just to be kind of an extension. I found as as a champion eater, <laughs> like, it's, it's always fun listening to you all talk about beer and food pairings because. <laughs> Like Preston, I'm just like I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, well, 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 I don't know what tastes good. With it. I know what I drink. We'll nerd out and talk about it for like 20, 30 minutes. You yeah, know? yeah. Those are like our longest. Bill, like Bill, he did his, uh, I, I, I'm sure it was planned. But when he did the, uh, I'm gonna butcher the the word specknel, the spetzel, the spotzel, spotzel mm-hmm. for our, our Oktoberfest last yeah. week. 
you did it with that Hefeweizen, which that beer yeah. cheese with that half was just, you know, lights out. Someone asked me what to do. I just, I don't know, throw a porter <laughs> in it. I don't know. But anyhow. I, I, my go-to is always hops, you know. And, yeah, but, yeah. you know, maybe like a, a pale ale. It's maybe mm-hmm. not anything not too severe. Um, I'd love maybe like a very heavy dry hopped pale ale sure. with something like this. Sure. Yeah. It's gonna I can have, see that. Because my nose is going to get the hops. It's going to go right with this. I'm going to have it. And they're... One's not going to kill the other. Right, they right. Might, I could see them kind of balancing. And I think, too, is the older I get, the more I know I'm really into food and beer, I love and appreciate the aftertaste. Sure. Right, right, and this yeah. has a – I think the aftertaste is almost the most satisfying part about it. Right, just letting, right. letting the flavor of the beef and the smoke or the pork and the smoke just yeah. kind of sit there and just, right. just kind of, like, live on my tongue. It just kind of – and it'll just – the longer you let it sit there, it's right. just going to pop up and, and I can, you're going to let it sit from in your my, nose. Yeah. Almost to my ears, but I know ear, nose, and throat are all connected. <laughs> but I can feel it here, here, all these places, and taste right. it, and it's just, it's just satisfying. Is the only word I can think of. <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's beautiful. Like this is a beautiful piece of cooking. Like I, I can't cook bacon this good at yeah, all. Is this in te- a, a cast iron uh, skillet? Like, would you cook it in? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'd, like, we'd cook it on cast iron. We have a big flat top like back the, there. The but timing yeah. on it, the end pieces are yeah, so crunchy yeah, yeah. and dark. The texture is very, because texture is a very important option food as well. I would probably destroy it trying to cook this way. Right, right. <laughs> the way you do it. And it, it's still it's still greasy and juicy and beautiful. Yeah, like when yeah. I do it, my bacon goes from like floppy to overcooked. Yeah, right. It's, it's right. got to be cooked to that perfection. Any more, any less, it just it loses it all. It's just so like an egg, same thing, man. Yeah, if you can right. nail it perfect, it's it's hard to replicate. Yeah, yeah. it's a high end of like meatiness with the edges being crispy. Like that's like that's big time. Like it's because all it's just all the all the seasoning, all the, all the all the sweetness, whatever, all that's in the crispiness. But it's meaty. So like I don't know. I some of it's preference. I like meaty bacon. Like when I when I oh, yeah. when I roll to roll, Walmart, Costco, yeah, yeah, right. I'm, like, I'm always looking for something really kind of thick and meaty for for bacon, and it, it, it fits that. Like it's like high end. And there's a there's a few places that sell bacon specific. Like not all a bunch of breweries. This might be, I, I don't know if there's any other breweries that do it. But there's restaurants around town sure. that sell bacon oh, yeah. as a as an app. Right. Well, it's pork porn. And you, and most of the time, right. you get that. They do that candy bacon too, which yeah. is good. Yeah. This is good. When, he, when he said he wanted to do but bacon, it's, it's over. It's too much. Like if it's too much brown sugar, sure. if it's too much. Oh yeah, they'll. And, and I love pepper, but if it's, if it's over peppered, same thing. It's just it's, it'll, it'll, it becomes yeah. obnoxious. But right. still good because that means bacon. I mean, yeah, it's, exactly. Honestly, it's hard to screw up. You know? <laughs> right, right, exactly. But, but yeah, but but this is like it's delicate, and to me, that's the uh, that's the mark of a chef. That you could take something that's such I a prime that. ingredient yeah. like this, yeah. still hit all the flavors, all the notes, take you through the whole experience, but this still actually keep it delicate. All right. So tell, so tell me this, Bill. All right. So oh. okay, are you a beer guy? By all too, means, or? go ahead and cut that. <laughs> oh, you can go ahead and cut. It. Yeah, I, can, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was gonna say uh, this is one of the rare opportunities because you know usually with the bacon, you know you'll stick it right in the fridge. A lot of people think that you know bacon is raw when you buy it. It is not. It's smoked to 150 degrees, mm-hmm. so it's 100 percent edible. Whether or not it tastes good at that, you know, after it's been in the fridge and you pull it out of the packet, that's a completely different story. But this right here, straight out of the uh, the smoker, is Ooh, okay. the yes. I feel like I'm looking at a Victoria's <laughs> Secret model. <laughs> I mean, I Johnny, you, what are you, what are you, what are we looking at here? This oh is man! A, so we're we're looking at okay. So they, as part of their bacon, they it's a it's kind of like a, a roast, a port roast. And from that comes, they smoke it, and that's where the bacon actually comes from that they use. And so yeah, we're getting to try it. Belly yeah, so it's part, I'm sorry, part yeah, belly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So but, but it's the entire belly, though. 
Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. So so like like that is what is that like a pound and a half of, of pork belly? Okay, so, pound, so we're going to try a little bit of this. Is what that yeah. is. So we're trying a little bit of this as well. So, so I'm actually going to have a piece. Oh, my here. God, that's amazing. Yeah, I want a piece. My, yeah. sure. my expectation of eating this is so I feel like I'm... It's going to be a little bit different because you know, you're used to having Well, I feel like I'm looking at fresh cut sushi, <laughs> and I'm that excited about eating it. Oh, man. Like, this is like the truest yeah. essence of the... It hasn't been... It's been seasoned. But it hasn't it's actually been smoked. Been, it's been smoked, so it's perfectly edible. But but, but that's actually see that's like pepper. I'm looking at on top. Yeah, outside. Okay. It hasn't been crispied up like you well, normally have it. Oh so my this god. Is just kind of, that's, a, that's amazing. Like it's it's a, it's just a, ever so slightly different because bacon is a little crispier. It's not it's not crispy. It's softer mm-hmm. and silkier. But because of that, it reflects in the taste too. So like the so like the grease on wow. top tastes like has like a nice sort of velvety sort of slightly sweet and then know, the peppercorns like, even come through at the end right right yeah, I think yeah. if there's bacon in heaven <laughs> it looks and tastes a lot like that I mean I this is so. this <laughs> is just near damn near perfection right right how many hours was that in the smoker um not, not too long uh it only needs about two two and a half uh to really get that color and that, and that cure we're is there a, trying to get it to 150. I was about to say your, your, your target, your target temperature, right. yeah. Because and, and all we want to do is just we've cured it already, so the curing process is just pulling all the moisture out of it yes. to concentrate the flavor. The smoking process is to add the smoky flavor and then to actually get it to a safe temperature. Yes, so that it make it edible for a long period of time. Yeah. I, I, how long have you been smoking meat? I know you, you've got a Cajun background, but how long have you been smoking meat? Uh, all right. Yeah. Like, would, would you say that is kind of like an acquired art? Like, you, you have to, you have to. It's a skill, but you have to figure out. We you know what you're doing, and a little bit. Um, there's also a big element where you just have to kind of swallow, swallow your pride, go ask questions, and go learn from people uh, who, who really have done it. Okay. Um, you know, do your research, and you know, there's a lot of people who do it really well. A lot of people who inspire me, you know, to do it, like um, Aaron Franklin out in Texas, Rodney Scott in uh, South Carolina. I spend hours, you know, reading their stuff, mm-hmm. you know, watching right. their videos. Well, they probably did the exact same Every thing. Every time, you know, I watch some of their I pick up something new. So, like, you have to, you know, you just have to be kind of a student of it. I mean, My wife and I, we watch a lot of cooking shows. We look mm-hmm. for the same thing. Like, you know, you might watch 30 minutes of Beat Bobby Flay, but can you pick up maybe one thing that you saw the chef do? And yeah. say, you know what? I'm trying to emulate that. Right, right, and, right. So. And, and that, that's not even like no one's even there talking to me. <laughs> so having direct access to these people, asking them the questions, you're probably getting kind of really into like the nitty gritty yeah. of the actual specifics. Just, yeah, doing your best, trying to learn about you know uh, even just the different types of wood, you know, how they burn, you know, the right. Absolutely, because the flavor yeah, profile probably it changes means a lot. Yeah. Yeah, based on the type so of wood you I, I mean, we could talk about so. this for another 12 hours, but... <laughs> well, if we can go for another minute, can you just cut one more piece? Because Absolutely. I feel like if, if I'm going to indulge... You know, if I'm losing at least 30 minutes of my life with every bite... <laughs> why, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, it's in front of me. I mean... So I, I, I want to ask a question, Bill, that I've never known. Sure. Why, how do you know how to cut it? Like, what line do you cut on like when it comes yeah. out do you just know that you're going to cut the long you're going to cut long long ways or how do you know um so when we get these um and 
it's going to be hard to describe, but they're like the long pieces of, sure. of belly. Yeah. And you yeah, can yeah. actually like kind of see some of the anatomy um, of, the, of the, the pig on there. So you'll know that like it's the long strip from, from north to south. Right, right, uh, from, right yeah. You know, so you cut north and south in half. Like neck so, and navel. Like yeah, I will so. cut east to west, basically. Okay. And then from that, I'll, I'll keep cutting down the line east to west so that the way the strips are long. Because... Uh, what you want to do is you want to cut against the grain. And mm-hmm. Actually, I yep. have a glove here. That's what I was always taught. I can show you. Sorry, I, 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 I've no, never no, known this. No, that's, no, <laughs> that's, no, this is no, this, this is what's up. I know how to cut a loin, but I don't know how to cut fat back. Right. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Oh, wow. You can kind of see uh, very vaguely the way that the ligaments and the, and the fat, yeah, the, yeah. the grain of it runs. And look at the juice flowing out of that yeah, sucker. Yeah, look at that thing. Right, right. Okay. And you go east to west uh, with it. So, like, as the, uh, the muscle strands come like this, we're just going to come east to west. So, yeah. this is like north south, you know. Sorry, I didn't mean to detour us, gentlemen. Oh, no. I was just curious. Yeah, we're talking about bacon. Yeah. Right, right. I, like you said, I can could, I could sit here and talk about pork. Oh. Yeah, this is freaking awesome. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're not offending like, anyone here. Yeah, you know, it's, no, you know what's funny is the, the, the table. In front of us, just keeps looking over our shoulder. <laughs> What's going on over there? I, I, I get a piece. How do we get in bacon with the owner, right, man? Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got some slack here. Yeah. We're, we're cooking bacon over here. I, I, we're working. It, it, it is. I think I'm saying this correctly. Pork porn. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty oh, much. Sorry, I put it on the wrong player. I was grabbing this. Yeah. Here, I'll take. Uh, I mean, yeah. thank you, sir. Oh, goodness. Uh, you guys got have like a pork festival or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. It looks like Gene Simmons' tongue hanging out, except yeah. it tastes amazing. <laughs> My, mouth's over. My mouth's full right now. I can't oh, really say anything. Um, it's better as it gets further in. Mm-hmm. That's so, good, man. So, Bo, what's, the, what's Thanksgiving like at your house, man? Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to presume. Never there. I'm working. <laughs> oh, right. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. But, no, it's... Uh, Fun. Um, I, used, I do usually smoke a turkey. Um, okay. Oh, so, you do. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, and we're actually going to smoke turkeys here uh, that are going to be available for pickup as well. Oh, okay. Oh, um, so okay. That's you, that's news. Are, that's wanna, good to know. <laughs> uh, a quick way to not deal with a turkey. Or yeah, yeah. Works a lot and doesn't want to spend eight hours. Um, we do the, the we do the orphan Thanksgiving here last year, so we're going to do it again okay. this year. Basically, oh. patrons that. Or you know, or regulars that don't necessarily have somewhere to go. Oh, right, just, right. We shut yeah. down the brewery. Bill's here this year. We're going to cook for everybody and just oh, kind of wow. have a family. So it's like the Bayboro extended family, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving. yeah everybody like just run around and join themselves for Thanksgiving. Well, that sounds so, like pretty kick-ass. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, be fun. Awesome, if actually. I had a posting at my house, I'd love to partake in coming up and getting one of the turkeys. Uh, but but I still have. Uh, and I still have parents and in-laws, so we're not, sure. quote, allowed to host. Sure. sure, sure. <laughs> we, have, we have to earn that right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> take it over. So. Oh, yeah, oh, man. <laughs> well, well, then they'll want it for me every year, and, and you may not be smoking turkeys every year. You might be too successful. Oh, <laughs> man. Knows? So. Maybe there'll be another building, or maybe they'll add on. They'll be right, right. Yeah. 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 Right, exactly. Yeah. Bill's Barbecue Shack. Bill's Barbecue Shack. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. So, I'm telling you, though. Well, we're also staring at this burger. Right. Okay. So, oh, so tell thing. us. Tell us what's happening so, here. So, um, we basically take that eye of round that I was talking about earlier. So, mm-hmm. it's a really lean cut of meat. And then I mix it 
with this bacon right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we put it together um, on a brioche bun here with um, some Cajun aioli, pickled onions, and a blueberry marmalade um, uh, with some Swiss cheese on it. Yeah, serve it up to you. Uh, it's a third of a pound, um, you know, and it's it'll come medium or higher because we've got to cook it to 140 with the pork, but... Yeah. Um, you know, it's a uh, it's a really good burger. Um, you know, that half bacon, half beef, the half and half. I, for me, the biggest thing about burger is is when I I want to bite into it and I want to be able to tell that you were trying to hit like a. For me, my ideal temp is 130, 135, right around there. That's where I want to be on a burger. Mm-hmm. Like I want it to bleed. I want it to run down my chin. Right. Um, I've got family members who they want to smash it, and I'm like, no, man, let the juice yeah, yeah, sit in there, yeah. let it rest. You uh, know, I mean, I yeah, put the cheese on it, put a lid on it, let it, let you know, get a little bit of water, let it steam. Right, and melt. right, yeah. But man, it it needs to be just cooked, and that's it. That, that's how I want almost all my meat. <laughs> right. Well, just at the temp, and then leave it alone, and then let it let me consume and digest. Mm-hmm. Well, this is going to be nice and juicy with that bacon in there and oh, the high fat content. So, like, you're not going to be disappointed. Like, if you if you're looking for that deep moisture and that good umami oh. flavor in there. Absolutely. Um, so absolutely. We can cut this in half. Yeah, here. yeah absolutely. Go for it. There's, nothing, there's nothing nothing harder than biting your tongue at your buddies when he's. <laughs> cooking burgers and he starts taking the spatula and smashing <laughs> oh, them down. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah, I want that one. Yeah, right. yeah, I can't even watch people cook anymore. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm not like, we're not like some of these, oh, you have to do all this and we're perfect sure. kind of people. But oh, not at all. I, mean, I, don't, I don't get the whole smash I don't even know where it thing. came from. I don't either. Yeah. But some people dig it. They really love it. Oh, yeah. It came from a fast food. It was a trying packaging thing? joint um, up in New York, if I remember, was like the original place, um, and they were just trying to crank out, I think they crank out like a thousand burgers in a day like the, the, uh, the, up the, there. The, I forget the name of it. Um, yes. It's yeah. definitely something worth seeing. Like the, the, the OG of In-N-Out or something like that? Yeah. It's, um, there's a lot of interesting places like that. Uh, I, I, I get to be a this food nerd. Favorite, by far the favorite thing on the menu. <laughs> All right, so let, yeah, let's let's check. Unless this it's out the boils, here. but <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. Right, so good. Tell me what's going on. There's some toppings on that. Wow. Um, so we've got, uh, like I said, the pickled onion. We've got a blueberry marmalade. Uh, we've got the Swiss cheese. Oh. Blueberry marmalade. Blueberry, yeah. blueberry marmalade. Like, oh man, okay, man, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, yeah, oh, wow, that's money. So it gives it. You've got the the balance of all, you know, the five um, major tastes. You know, you've got your bitter um, from the the pickled onions. Um, you know, you've, you've got your sour from the uh, the lettuce. Um, you know, you've got umami from the beef and the uh, tomato. Um, you know, we've got a little bit of spice there with the spicy aioli, and then we've got our sweet with the uh, the blueberry marmalade, and it just kind of captures it all. So you get an explosion of all five right there while you bite into it. That is tasty. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's like subtle. Like it's like it's like uh, yeah. Like it, yeah, it hits it, all the senses, but once again, it's 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 subtle. Yeah, right, right. Which, it's like I, I use the word I say delicate. It's not really delicate, but it's no, de- no, very yeah. subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I. There's a lot going on there. Right, right, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. What you say is true. It's, it is a little bit like all those things. It's one of those things. Funny thing. That's why it's good to do something like this. Because like if you're just here like on a Saturday, right? You may not 
think like you might like you think like oh yeah shit this is a this is a kick ass burger but you're not really thinking like wow I'm really tasting like a lot of things you you don't always know why food is kick ass they just know that it's kick ass which I, which I think there's something to be said about it hey you know your passions are your passions or whatever but like I think that's what's cool and that's what we love love doing about this type of stuff is that okay it's kick ass because literally there are things in there that touches sure. everything. That a, that a human being tastes, you know, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, and I think that's critical, so. Blueberry marmalade, tell me how you came to the idea of that on a burger. Um, you know, they're really, usually the only thing that you're going to find sweet on your burgers is going to be the bun, you know, and that's the brioche is, right. is more of a sweeter mm. um, bread that you're going to find, but it just, it wasn't doing enough for me. Um, I had experimented with, like, smoking the tomato in like a brown sugar glaze okay. but again it just when i did that it Sorry. took away uh from you know that umame that the um that the um that the tomato will bring so it kind of you know pulled out that traditional and i wanted to keep that traditional flavor profile in in together with it but i also wanted to elevate it so you know when you bite into a burger you expect it to be a burger you yeah. know um I think Anthony Bourdain said that the American cheese, the American burger, meat between two buns, you know, you can't mess with it. It is perfect as it is. You can make it more interesting, and that's what I was trying to do here was just really make it more interesting and elevate it, you know, uh, with mixing in the bacon in there and then just giving it a touch of sweet to just kind of balance everything out. Right, right, right. I mean, I think this is beautiful. I, I think it's it's composed. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the one word I would use to describe it. Is it feels very composed. Thank like, you. like, hey, I was going yeah. for this, and this is what I delivered. Right, right. Um, I, again, I'm thinking very similar to the bacon. I, I'm thinking I want like a very, very heavy dry hopped pale ale. Yeah. Is what because because there is some some salt in here, and my, immediately my brain goes to hops. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking I want it to be more aromatic. I don't want a huge base hop. I'm thinking like something that's still relatively low on IBUs. And I think that would be a, a great pairing here. But you could, at the same time, you could do a Pilsner with this, and it would be good. You could do right. the cream ale and probably still get through it. Right. Um, you could maybe even do, if you had any kind of blueberry-type of sour, could almost yeah. be had with this. Right, right. There's a yeah. lot of flexibility That would be kind of interesting. Do a blueberry sour would be interesting with that. Just kind of get sure. the flavors that you wouldn't normally hit. So, um, But, you know, you have a burger from... I don't know. You'll get a Five Guys burger. Five Guys. I was just going to okay. say Five Guys. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm like, I need as many IBUs as possible. Sure. Right. right. You know, whereas yeah. this, it's like there's a, com- there's a com- composition to it. Yeah. What, what so I it's find, a different experience. What I find interesting about this is that, okay, so it's not salty. It's, the burger's not salty. Yes. And mm-hmm. like, and, and I, I, I love salt, so it's not a bad thing if it's salty. But like, and I, but I feel like that's a direction a lot of like high end. It's, it's I, I well think, seasoned, but it's not but like it's not, overly salty. Yeah, it's not like yeah, yeah. And so like, when you when you go to like a okay, so Five Guys, yeah, burgers are salty as fuck, right? Or if you go to like a Smash Burger or um, I can't say Burger Twenty One or whatever. I don't I don't know if they still have those around, whatever. It's a kind of a saltier, even the high end stuff's a little bit like kind of on that salty side. But I feel like it, this, but I think people lean on that. Whereas you're not leaning on that; you're leaning on a bunch of other flavors. Right. It's, it's, it's got a salty profile, but it's not like that's not it. You know? I, like, I uh, leave any and all extra salt out because of how much salt is in the bacon. Yeah. Okay. And if you like, if I were to just add like a pinch more. 
it's going to be overdone. Right, which is uh, that's that to, to taste. Yeah, I mean everyone's got like a different. Salt and so level yeah, we've got to we've got to kind of dial it back. I mean, too much salt with that that marmalade. Even with that brioche, right. it becomes it's just going to really just, you know, throw it. But again, um, it's about you know, composition. It's about yeah. having a composed dish. Right. right. And so, right. like, when you eat this, I want you to be like, wow, this is really good. I'd like to take another sip and, of my and beer. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, right. It's, salt is, I mean, obviously, you need salt in all, all of your cooking, but you can go out of balance with it. Yeah. Right. I think you totally can. Now, and, and I, I love things that are out of balance intentionally. Like, you could probably make a very salted, a very cured, you could probably put country ham cure the, the shit out of it you know and have some bacon with it and put it on a burger with like american cheese and people be like oh this is great it's super salty yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta think with 100 ibus or more you know <laughs> and that's i think that's how people would roll and I, i'd be happy with that too but right. i wouldn't call that composed that was just hey let me put some really salty ingredients on a burger <laughs> yeah. serve it and sell it <laughs> uh, i mean there's a line you know i understand why a lot of people make it salty you know to make you thirsty to get you to drink more Right, um, right. You know, um, I'm not going to say that we don't do that, but there's a balance here. You know, I don't want to mess with the food. I don't want it to, to just, you know, be intentionally, um, you know, just a vessel to get you. The food's got to be good here as well. I mean, and with the as good as the beer is, I knew that I had to bring my A game when I put this menu together. And, and Mission accomplished, buddy. Yeah, absolutely, what, 100%. Man. I mean, the, the beer was already good here. <laughs> and, and I'm going to bet in the last 12 months the beer's probably even improved exponentially. Right, 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 right. This is some of the best brewery food I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. Thank that's, you. that's the thing. And, there, and there, obviously, there's a lot of places that are serving food now. Like Copper City, Copper Tail's yeah. been doing it for a little bit. Yeah. And, they, and they had a, a great kitchen coming in. Like they when they had a. a Stein Vine coming yeah. in. They had, they had a really good setup. And they, Brewbus has the uh, kitchen. Yeah, Brewbus is good. I mean, Cigar City's finally stepped, kind of stepped into that arena. Well, sure. a lot of people do it. But I feel like, so now that becomes, a, a, like, the separator's got to be quality. It can't be, it can't be just that you had, it used to be just that you had food. You know, food, a TV, and good beer, and now it's like, okay, no, my food's got to be better. And yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're like it, like you said before, you, you want that all day experience. Yes, people want that. And, and I don't even know what's on the menu. I yeah. just know that when I get there, the beer's gonna be good, and Bill's gonna cook something. Yeah, no yeah, matter yeah. what it is, it's absolutely, be awesome. absolutely. And absolutely. That's, that's your target consumer, right? Yeah, because they yeah. have that kind of thought. You know, and it, it, it's tough in one way because I, I personally believe the American culture demands experience, yeah. something different every oh, yeah. time. We're, we're right. pretty entitled. Yeah, <laughs> and that's one thing that Bill and I had a very long conversation about when we kicked this thing off was making sure that. We offer new experiences through the shrimp boils, crawfish boils, oh, oyster, oh, wow. raw oyster bar. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's a pass-through, really. It's, we get it, we just want to give it, to, to make people go, I remember when I had yeah. that good time right, and associate right. it with, with Bayboro, and that's yes. what we're trying to do here. And so. Especially people who, um, you want to tap into people who don't drink beer, but that's not what brings them Sure. Beer. Sure. Right, yeah, and, yeah. and not only that, but you want to have a diversity among your group that says, well, so-and-so won't drink beer or so-and-so can't have beer yeah. because they have a gluten issue or whatever, but they love the food. Right. And they'll yeah. come here and still spend four or five hours. Right, right. Maybe they're drinking yeah. wine. Maybe they're drinking water or soda. Who knows? But yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. still here. They're ready to give their money over. And, right. and St. Pete, it's like... 
twenty percent of the people that come here are avid beer drinkers. Yes. Yeah, right, right, They're right. Sixty to seventy percent are weekend warriors that want to go have a good time, and where are they going to go to have a good time? And they most of them drink beer, and some don't. You know, but we've drawn we we have an interesting thing going dynamic going on in the brewery to appeal to a lot of different audiences i think right so, right that's it, an interesting thought and i've always kind of thought that about st pete brewers okay so like everybody knows who's from here all, all the listeners in this area knows that st pete's got like a shit ton of breweries they're all over the place they're all kind of clustered you know you get to sit kind of off in the cut a little bit whatever and they're a great brewery whatever but for the most part everything's within blocks of each other and so people think like, oh man, so there must be a lot of people who are really intense about beer here. No, there's actually a lot of people who like to go out and get drunk here. <laughs> like, oh yeah, and oh, so yeah. You know, and yeah. I mean, you get, it's it's funny because you you know y'all know you 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 sit if you sit in a brewery from eleven o'clock when we open. Unfortunately, I'm here for the duration, but I get to see an interesting change of the guard. I'll call it through the day. Probably uh, the responsibility like slowly sure. deteriorates. Your daytime drinkers are probably more the people who really yeah. want to talk about the beer and have the beer experience. Yes. Before and, and, two o'clock, yeah. they come. They might even ask for a yeah. glass of water. Yeah, Hey, you know, I really want to carry this experience yeah. out. And at a certain point, I'm going to go home and sleep because I'm going to go to another brewery Correct. and do it again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah right, we right. always see them around. You know, you'll see them at open till about two, and then two, you get the post. Mom, kids that took their nap. Crowd, right, right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? oh, yeah, yeah. And they yep. and they would like to rock till about five when it's time oh, to yeah. go home and, mm-hmm. and and get their kid bathed right. and fed. Right. And, right. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and then yeah. maybe you have a pre-dinner crowd, and then yeah. maybe you have a post-dinner crowd, and then you have people who are like their their night is just starting. Oh yeah, right, right. Nine o'clock, <laughs> they're just like they just woke up. Yeah, they're sleep out of their eyes. You can buy some turkey bacon, drop in the fryer, and they think, oh, this is so good. So yeah, it's it's a <laughs> diversification, I guess, of standards. Yeah. Right, right. You know, and you <laughs> want everyone's dollar. You want everyone's dollar. As, you know, but at the same time, you want them to really appreciate the complexity sure. and, and the touch Absolutely. that right, it takes right. to make food like this. Right, exactly. You and never want it to be a commodity. Yeah. You know, so you always want to be That's like, hard. Okay, I, mean, I got to come you, here. You want, people to, you want people to feel that you put forth effort in everything that you do as a business, yeah. but you don't want them to feel overwhelmed with that if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah you want them to know this the touches but you don't want them you don't want to put it in their face and say you need to support us well, no, for I, that i think yeah, they do that by being here sure and i think that when they look at the food menu they accept that this this plate of bacon cost that much because of what was what i'm getting you know, if I just want to eat bacon, just to eat bacon, I can go. I can go Correct. to yeah. I can go to IHOP and just order right. a plate of bacon. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and that might be what I do at the end of the night. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 Like I said, I never did that. Before. But I wouldn't expect <laughs> to come here and get that level of food. Uh, like, like, like I wouldn't expect IHOP food here. Right. No, like if, no. I, if I'm here, I'm probably here. It's probably still daylight, and I'm ordering food because I really like food, and I really like beer, and I want the full experience. Right. But, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I. I and, and I'm sure your kitchen closes at a certain point. Like, I wouldn't expect burgers with that kind of touch to be available at 3 in the morning. I just wouldn't expect that. <laughs> well, we're not open until 3, but yeah. <laughs> You're right. but there, be, there would be a lot less of a touch coming out. There would be, be a different level of audience. <laughs> Bill, yeah. Bill's, Bill's touch on that burger at 3 a.m. <laughs> might, might not be what you want. <laughs> no. <laughs> West Coast time. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to say let's cut this last piece of bacon in half. Let's right, yeah, absolutely. Let's um, do it. Otherwise, I'm going to eat the whole thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, I don't yeah. want to be that, you know. Um, 
kind of egregious? Oh yeah, no, no problem. One thing I do with this. What I want to touch on in terms of having providing the whole experience is the uh, is the the concert venue, the event yeah. venue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Talk to me about that. It's, it's, it's still a work in progress. It's not yeah, there man. yet. So yeah, we're gonna we're releasing it next month um, for the Shine the Shine Mural Festival. Uh, we teamed up with Shine about four years ago, actually, my wife and I, uh, with, the, with the digital marketing side of things that we do. We, we do it pro bono to help out uh, since we already you know, kind of knew, knew what we were doing in that sense. We offered a solution to, to John Collins, who's recently retired. Great guy. Uh, we're working with uh, Janae Preby. It's a great, great person that's kind of the associate director of Shine. Anyhow, we, we've created right. state, uh, Spraycation, wow, okay. which is uh, a passion fruit, strawberry, and uh, citrus wheat. Uh, we're going to be donating part of proceeds for that. Long story long, that kickoff beer release is going to be October 16th, which okay. the room will be officially open. Okay, uh, wow, we're gonna do okay. tattooers, actually a mini tattoo convention with about ten tattoo artists. Oh wow! Uh, music on the stage. The, we got a brand new stage with AC for the bands. Right, it's right. probably I don't know twenty, thirty square feet, big enough to put a, a, a large seven piece, eight piece maybe. Uh, and then we're gonna bring some low riders out on the street. We're gonna shut down the road, oh, which wow. we're giving a really neat opportunity here in the Wada because we have so much real estate everywhere and it is on a, a little bit off the beaten path so right. it's yeah. very easy for us to do a street closure so we're going to bring yeah. some uh cafe racers some you know period 1940s cafe racers with some low riders and and try to bring this new modern feel to the shine event this year nice. and okay. then kind of okay. to launch that and then my hopes and dreams is that we're calling it it's a work in progress with Bayboro North Music Venue. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. So it'll be a late night. You know, I'm hoping to get some national acts that are cusping. Yeah. Right. Before right. they're too expensive. Right. Yeah. To, okay. to um, but yeah, also yeah. catch them. You know, we. I, I think Tampa has a really unique Brett. Uh, I'll always shout out to Brett from Mail and Witch. He kind of taught me this. Tampa has a unique stopping point to a lot of bands going to Miami to jump on a cruise ship. Right, yeah. And I never knew this. I didn't either. And I was yeah, like, wow. Makes and he's like, yeah, a lot of bands sense. go down in Miami. Well, when they're passing through, they're looking for gas money. So this is a great stopping point for them on a Wednesday night. And you can you can catch them maybe for an hour to two hour set where they might be a national act that's just looking for a burger and somewhere to stay the night. Maybe a pork belly. Maybe a pork belly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So... I mean that's that's the dream, you know. It, that's right. the last the last piece of what I'm trying. We're my wife and I are trying to build with Bay Burrows, make that element so it'd be a, a standalone music venue. I'm kind of thinking. I hope to be like a known like a Skippers okay, on the St. Yeah, Pete side yeah. of things. Like I, I grew up very close. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the old what was it, um, the old Cajun Cafe? I love going to. Okay. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But that's I I'd like to get. The Zydeco's, the, you know, get some yeah. folk too, but right. you know, so. just bring an eclectic view on music and, and bring yeah, some new things. Yeah. Show how diverse this market is and how blessed God. we are. I think to have oh, there's so much really good great music here. Oh yeah, you know, but also live music and, yeah. and and even you're bringing the artistic side even inside. Yeah, you know, we're trying to like put a focus on this. Uh, and then I, I would never think the lowrider side, but absolutely, why not? Yeah, you know? right, yeah. I mean, well, and, you're, you're, and you're right in terms of the like 
hey, if I'm heading down Fifth Avenue, look for the beer sign, but literally one block in. Yeah. And that's predominantly right here, your, your backyard. Yeah, right, yeah. right. I mean, we're in the arts district, you know, right, yeah. and, and that's that's what we, what we, I have learned to pride myself and be a part of it and embrace the culture, right, which right. I would have never thought about learning about until we, Baber opened but since then like my my wife is pos, you know talking about going on the the, the arts board next year okay, just because okay. of how much we've learned and how much we appreciate the arts right, right. and all the arts it's not just someone painting on a canvas it was the yeah. muralists you know the the dancers right, and, and right, yeah, yeah. St. Pete's got a really neat Oh yeah, they've got oh, cultural oh, like well, Peter, melting pot. It's, it's its own animal. Yeah, it's, it's right, wild. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, Tampa and, too. I want you know. I think there's something to be had too when you think of like the the late. I don't want to call them the late night crowd, but people who maybe have a more nocturnal type of uh, sure. schedule. Yeah. I think that heavily leans towards the arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Generally yeah. speaking, absolutely, advice. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they, it's it's. We're, I'm I'm learning a new. It's interesting to watch the new age art goers and then the the old school art goers kind of in St. Pete kind of blend themselves together into this yeah, neat yeah. little like you know it's a, it's a I like ballet but I like modern dance and yeah, yeah, yeah exactly what, why someone does something and what motivates them right, to do it right right right, so, right but, but, yeah. but you know and if they can get past whatever their own perceived biases are towards each other right. they're gonna just really kind of engulf themselves into the their actual Fully mutual platform, right? Right. And right I yeah. make something because I'm inspired to do it. It makes me feel a certain. Right. right Someone yeah. half your age does the same thing for the same reason. Right. They just haven't been doing as long. Yeah. Right. And you don't. You don't see. I mean, you do see cities, you know, embrace the arts and really push it. But oh, yeah, I think St. Pete does yeah. a fantastic job. Oh, I agree. Well, uh, yeah. Our, you know, yeah, from sure. everything from the you know Pride, the Pride festivals, the Muse that that yeah. that. Uh, Art Alliance does. It's just, it's interesting. It's, well, yeah, it's a lot well, of fun. Well, that's the thing that St. Pete has done that has separated, and really, it's the brand of St. Pete. It's 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 arts, entertainment, and yeah. food, and breweries. Yeah. That's that's like literally, it's what they've done. It's what it's what they. I, we're both from Tampa. Tampa, low key, has a lot, has all of those things. It's a bigger city. Sure, they do. But St. Pete has literally made, and they, they put their lineless sand on this. It's hard to find it. You consolidate in one place like this, no matter where you go in the country. Like, just kind of be able to walk, you know, from one spot to another and just find all those things that you're right. talking about. Like, just just have it. Um, it it's, it's like no other place. I mean, it's why I came back home, you know, after being away for over a decade. It's like, no, this is, you know, I could have moved anywhere in the, in the world, but I'm like, no, back home, back to St. Pete. You well, know, this right yeah, and that's, it, it's important that the community and the politicians that listen to your podcast yeah, yeah. keep that always as part of our culture yeah. and not allow big business to come in and yeah. push us all out. Right. Through rate, you know, the increased rent control and all that good stuff. So, right, it, right. It, you know, it's everybody likes it, it until dollar signs start yeah, flowing. Yeah. And right now, with this, yep. <laughs> with this inflation of real estate, I just I, I pray and hope that you yeah. know St. Pete holds on, holds true to that that right, essence right. that we became. Because we all know when we were kids, St. Pete was not somewhere where you no, went. It's not somewhere to be a kid, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that's that's. It, it was St. Right. Pete Pier was, you know, sixty and up. Right. You know? right exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Like I look at. Okay, so I 
I lived in St. Pete in uh, Old Northeast yeah, yeah, yeah. As, a, as a 21 year old. Like fresh out of college, lived in Old Northeast. Got a job. I was, I was working at the VA actually. I was, I was in IT at the VA uh, for, for a bunch of years. That's like how I started my career actually. And so I lived there and it's like a fraction of what it is now. It was literally, okay, so like, in, 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 I'm gonna date myself, but you know, hey, whatever, 45, whatever. In 19, We're old, believe us. Yeah, in 1999. It was like, okay, so if you wanted to go out at night, it was literally uh, the garden. Yeah. Place called the garden. Had it was that was the mu- that was your music venue. That was like your kind of like your low key kind of jazzy music venue. Jazz Lang's been around forever. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah My so. brother used to play there. Right. It's yeah. old. Yeah. It's, it's older it's, than me. It's real old, right? Uh, there was a place that was right next to Jazz Landing. Uh, I was around when Baywalk, what's now the, um, I don't even know, what is Baywalk now? It's something else now. Sundial? Sundial. Yeah. Sundial used to be a place called Baywalk. Same structure, but Sundial's like way like fancier than oh, yeah. Bay, oh, yeah. Sundial, wait, than Baywalk was. Uh, no breweries. <laughs> <laughs> zero, zero breweries. Like, you know. And that was it. And it was all in a close little area. So like if you walk, if you're a uh, central you walk on the other side of 4th Street, you're basically in the hood. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, so, yeah. It was hood, like, pretty much all the way, almost to, like, the beach. It was like a crash course of an older demographic with very, like, you know, domestically underfunded oh, yeah. <laughs> or something. Right, right. Oh, you want to describe that. It was, it was very, it was very uh, crash course. Yeah, yeah, It was very obvious when you were, when you had left the older demographic to the other side. Oh, well, absolutely. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and I guess maybe between the arts and food and the beer scene we've kind of smeared that line sure now it's more of like okay there's still some areas where you probably don't really want to walk around you know at night maybe in South Pinellas right but for the most part downtown I think is pretty safe yeah, yeah, yeah. it's oh, like yeah. super walkable and, and it's a much larger area because even when it was starting to grow it was things were still kind of clustered around like Central, the Central Ab uh, blocks mm-hmm. up for a little bit. Then it was the First Ab blocks a little right. bit, like the Finance District. Down right, there. right. And then you get and, and it started started happening around the Dome, you know, whatever. The and, Dome District. Right, and it, and it, and so finally Grand Central and everything, and it just sort of like overall just like blew, it just blew up. I mean, it just grew like dramatically. Like, like, like I mean, it's for me, I mean, I think some people probably say like, oh, okay, yeah, it's whatever. If you're not, if you're more recently new to this. It's just a cool place to be. Yeah. But like, man, like people have no idea this place has changed all no, yeah. along. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I remember when three daughters, I Mike opened three daughters. What was that? Eight years ago, maybe more. Yeah. And you went over there, and you're like, ooh, man, this is we, rough over we, here. We're on the south side. <laughs> yeah. Going down Central, it was kind of like, all right. Hey, that's cool. It's a good beer. All right, okay, let's go someplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we gotta go to Three Daughters before the it gets dark. Yeah, right, right. We right, gotta yeah, get yeah, out of yeah. here. You now, know. now that's like a main spot. Like, it, it, that's a, uh, as high a traffic area. Oh, yeah. The area around Three Dollars with the other breweries, with, yeah. with Viper of the World yeah. and Cage. Oh uh, yeah, it's neat when they did the. Else. What is it? They're doing that 2050 plan, but they also have a lot of plans for 22nd to become pedestrian and and uh, uh, bus bus traffic, but. They've also included a lot of south south side businesses, and they're really focusing on keeping that cultural cultural d- diversity alive. Yeah. And I, I respect the hell out of that because go. it would be very Important. easy for them to turn a blind eye yeah, to right, local right. business, take the money you know, and, and then yeah, just go right, sell yeah. it to Miami Money, put a high rise up on it, and walk away and say thank you guys. You right. know, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was fun being your mayor or your city council. <laughs> yeah, right, so, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So. Well, 
this was excellent. This, uh, oh, this, 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 this was above that. Yeah, this is. I, I, mean, don't, I don't know a better word though. I don't know. One of the best experiences. <laughs> yeah, we talked. You know, we talked food. We ate great food. We talked about St. Pete. We talked about Bill's you know, background, about what he's doing here, and even giving you like an audio lesson of how to cut meat. Right. What to look for. Now you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a beautifully cooked burger. Very great tasting. Um, everything was just, just I, I settled and just, just composed. Ab- absolutely. Everything had like a composition to it. Absolutely. So sure, sure. Bill, tell us. Okay, so food. I'm assuming is food offered all day here. It or? is as long as we're open. Uh, food's okay. offered, um, so you can come in as soon as we open, um, and then you know grab. We do have a couple specials, like so Monday nights, uh, come on in, you can get jalapeno poppers, Ooh, okay. and if you're service okay. industry, 30% off. Uh, so we use this same bacon, okay. uh, wrap those poppers in it, and then um, we, you know, make the, uh, the cream, Is the it cream like cheese, a, and they're fried, cream, so they're oh, battered they're fried. and fried. Okay, okay. Um, Are they stuff like a cream cheese or something like that? We use like a pimento cheese in there. You're not even to drop your Sunday special? I was about to get to that. Uh, That's the best special. My favorite. My favorite. His favorite and most people's favorite. It's um, one of mine as well. Uh, We do bacon and beignets uh, Sunday morning. Um, So 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 come on in. Throwing a nod to New Orleans. Right. Right. Um, Right. Right. Because I was born in Louisiana. um, So like that's you know kind of my my cultural heritage, if you will. Um, So we do. uh, You'll get three beignets and three big slices of bacon. Uh, oh, Bill made it a point to tell me it's not that Cafe Du Monde right. can. Oh, no, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it's made from scratch. I yeah. like a, a coffee style, like a breakfast style oh, yeah. with yeah. some beignets and bacon. Yeah, we throw that ki- yeah. people that kitchen sink, the kitchen sink porter with the maple. It's got a little bit of maple bacon and coffee in it. Oh. That was what that beer was built for, was our brunch crowd before okay. the pandemic. So oh, okay. it, did, it did a great job with right, just right. marrying it up to something. So yeah, sounds but yeah, those beignets are pretty fire. <laughs> All right, yeah. so when do y'all open on Sundays? <laughs> like, 11 a.m., come on out. All right, so what time What time on Sunday? 11 a.m. 11 a.m. 11 a.m., yeah. okay, yeah. okay. All right, sorry, I didn't hear Not you. That, yeah. that, that may be like a plan that that yeah. that, that Maybe we'll do a dad's, if your wife dad's, dad's Sunday. Right, yeah. I, I think so. We actually yeah, have sure. a dad's group. Daddy daycare comes and hangs out on uh, Saturday or Sunday. They, 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 take a, they give the wife a break. You know, she wants to go Absolutely. do her yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. They come and have a couple beers. It's like four of them. I was like, this is great. Right, right. Yeah. I should have thought of this a long no, time no ago. No kidding. You guys get the courtyard out there too. Exactly. And you oh, got, yeah. Get TVs. You can watch yeah, the games and yeah. stuff like that. This is actually sounding like a low key. Really kick ass for the sports bar. That's probably selling it short, but right. I yeah, agree. Just, with yeah, it's just, like don't, just don't argue with my staff about what game you want on what television. No, no, just take whatever. They, clear, yeah, they yeah. will. They will definitely draw the line of right, right, not yeah, calling yeah. ourselves a sports bar. <laughs> but we will do everything yeah, we can. Right, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> absolutely. So now y'all been noted. Beer, food, <laughs> sports, potentially. Right, uh, yeah. Brunch, so sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a, it's a kick ass place if you love beer. I mean, if you come here, period, if you love beer and you're in the Bay Area, um, if you're very familiar with Central, if you're familiar with all the St. Pete spots, maybe this is off the beaten path to you, but, man, it's worth the trip. you got to come not far. Here. Like, um, literally. And, and it's, really? it's, like, it's, it's just right up the street. And <laughs> like, finding yeah, like, the food so. with beer experience, I, I think it's up there. I don't think anything beats this, Yeah, actually. no, no. The care that's being put into food and beer right here. And I, I've known, we didn't, we didn't have Preston on today, I mean, but, it's, he's, it's but he's been on some segments. So y'all y'all know him if you know the show. So. Yeah. Phenomenal beer, right? For sure, for so sure. You, you so. can't go wrong. Just coming here. So thank you guys so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for coming. Thanks Appreciate for y'all coming yeah. and hanging out with us. 
Absolutely. And so for now, the glasses are empty, the mics are off. This is Craft Revolvers. Did you like the podcast? Yeah. Well, if, that, if you did, subscribe to uh, Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. Tell a friend or, or check us out on all the social media platforms. That includes Instagram and Facebook. Cheers. <laughs>